Hi everyone, we are the Gooders, people who do good. We help people dealing with life challenges and empower them to help others. Today, we are hosting Brigitte Tan. Thank you so much for being with us, Brigitte. My Thank- pleasure. It's an honor to be here. This podcast is brought to you by CirclesUp.com, the go-to place for life challenges like grief, divorce, cancer, etc. In every episode, we speak with an inspiring person who moderates an audio chat room for people dealing with the same life challenge. We will tell their stories and the story of the members of their groups. So thank you so much for being with us again. And, um, and we would love to hear your story. Thank you, Ira. Thank you. First of all, it, thank you for allowing me to be in this space. It's an honor to have to connect with you. I know, talking about story, I, I, would, I would point out to the listener if they don't know that this space, this amazing circle space created by Ira, inspired by his own experience with loss and cancer. And, and you know, there's so many people who didn't feel that they have support and and become bitter and angry but to have you go out there and and and, and help the whole world in such an amazing way is just so heartwarming because we always have the options to be bitter or to be better for the greater good of all and and that's the same way which is what i i choose i am i'm a grief specialist and I, I'm acquainted with grief since I was five years old. So it was going from many, many things that one can imagine and beyond. It went from uh, abuses and and loss of loved ones, divorce, cancer, PTSD, and, and also pet loss. Uh, my background actually is in veterinary oncology. I'm a board-certified veterinary uh, oncologist, one of the 495 in the world. And, right. and before that, I was, the, um, I was an emergency veterinarian. As you can imagine, I read between emergency and oncology. There was uh, an extensive amount of grief. So... I'm grateful that I, like yourself, I choose better of a bitter and have helped more than 25,000 people with grief now. Amazing. Wow, that's a lot of people. And uh, thank you for the kind words. Uh, it sounds like you, you're dedicating your life to help other people. And you mentioned that you, your first uh, grief experience was in the age of five. Can you tell us a, a little bit about that? Like, who did you lose and... Yeah, back in the day, it was abuses. I, I, as a child, there are many people, unfortunately, this, uh, this in this world that experience physical and emotional abuse. And every physical abuse really comes with emotional abuse. And it was abuses. It was abuses. Not as much of the physical abuse, thankfully, to a degree. But also, it, it's it's much more on the which I also very. Um, very devastating because when you mess with someone's mind and someone's heart, it, it's, it can impair the person's for life. It was the mental, uh, emotional abuse, actually. And, and being told that I was too stupid to, uh, I, was, I was a stiff, clumsy, stupid, ugly duckling who should never dream, dare to dance or speak or dream mm. to become a doctor and and if we have failure and 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 things like that the uh, to 
just know that anybody can say anything and and if you put your heart and your mind into it you can succeed and i also lost uh, a dear loved ones my my grandfather who was my he was he was kind of like the one person who championed me among all those other things and and unfortunately he passed quite early i was i was in such a shock and such a grief at that young age that you know it it was uh, you, you have that state where you're so out of it you couldn't even cry you you kind of like you completely lost where you couldn't even you, you don't even know left or right anymore and and that was i it really was my first awakening on being able uh, to experience grief in a different form than the abuse but in the diff, uh, of where you just almost like an out of body experience where it's everything feels so surreal and i know a lot of people uh even in circles many people come in and my i i particularly choose the evening times because anybody who's experienced grief know how it's kind of like come talking to you really loudly when you finally have a time to stop and then everybody's like oh my god it's like surreal it's surreal right now when the the wound is so fresh yeah wow and you told us a little bit about your uh, your grandfather and it's uh, you were a little girl right um did you even realize that you're going through grief that you are dealing with the loss of your grandfather or was it like just when you're looking aside and trying to understand what happened that's when you realized that you were grieving you know and that's the main the the thing i back in the in the day i, I was i was young but not as uh, super young i was i think i was about uh 13 14 years old so it was i i was able to comprehend what's going on and and at the same time it it wasn't and there was no understanding of grief in in other words it's like oh yeah i'm sad it's lost but it it was more beyond sad it was more like it's surreal because it was pretty pretty uh unexpected it, he was he wasn't that old and and so it was like one of those loss that you're like oh you know he's not that old and you're supposed to live until 90 so he'll be around for some 20 30 years and then it's like boom he got sick and then he just uh, passed on and and so it was it was one of those that you understand but it was kind of like I didn't really know what grief is. I didn't even really know okay so this is griefing and and really that's really what many people also sometimes in this society one of my missions being a grief specialist is to bring awareness about grief because there are more than 40 different causes of grief and many people don't even realize they are grieving and when when we don't know that people around us don't know and don't know how to help us which is back what happened back in the day i mean my parents were upset but they have no tools skills <laughs> educations on how to help people with grief i mean going to school here at least in the indonesia where i was from 
or here in the US, they don't teach you how to deal with grief. They, you know, they, they, we, we learn how to accumulate things, not how to be able to navigate life when we lose it. And so that's one of the things. But yeah, it was, um, I, I love your questions there. It, it was, it wasn't so much, I didn't really realize that it was grief. It was more like a surreal experience realizing now that it was grief that was not addressed uh, properly. Yeah. So fast forward, like wh when was the, la the first time that you realized that you were grieving and kind of like realized that you are dealing with grief? I would say the first time I realized that was, I, I, I don't exactly remember, but I would say probably in college when I finally learned psychology 101, like many of us. And, and that's when I feel called to, I, I was already on track to become a doctor, but also I started working alongside that to be able to help people to navigate grief, which is really a, a, a blessing because the specialty that I choose, it make a huge difference to be able to help pet owners, in this case, pet parents to navigate their grief when there is trauma or when there is cancer. Mm. Right. Moving to the next step, like you, you're actually dedicating your life to help other people. So can you remember when was the time when you realized that you want to help other people dealing with grief? So I have been alongside being being uh, being a doctor. So now how I did it, but alongside being a doctor, I, I, when I realized and looking back how much grief I navigate through, I have been helping people with grief uh, all these twenty five years and kind of doing it side by side, being being a doctor and as a doctor as well. So it's kind of like my whole words is really mixed with grief. Uh, one of those things that it's really interesting, uh, actually talking about grief and lack of education, uh, uh, even as oncologists, as a board certified veterinary oncologist, we are, the college does not give or require a single training with grief, which is really sad if you really think about it. And, and as I'm very grateful that every cl uh, client that come with me, to me, even if it is for veterinary, I'm able to help them with grief alongside of my own work with grief outside of that. And now, just this last couple of years, I, with the, the, race, uh, uh, the rise of grief, particularly after the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been a grief since before the COVID-19 pandemic, but now it's, it's the the intensity is double to triple because of it. I decided to do a hundred percent grief only. Got it. Thanks. So, and then you're, you're a grief coacher and you're also uh, supporting people on the circles app. You're leading audio rooms where people mm -hmm. that are dealing with grief can uh, free of charge, get in and talk with other people uh, that are dealing with grief and without your facilitation. So can you share with us a little bit about what's going on in those audio rooms? And if you can share with us a story of one member or two that really pops in mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say that what's going on in the audio room is support. And, and, some, and many times every week, it's surprise support when somebody just needs it 
and they didn't even know they will they will receive it there. Uh, I read uh, there are specific room and then there is the the more general room and I do the more general room the just grief in general in other words it's not specialized but every week it's amazing how you kind of like draw the right person at the right moment. Well, I remember one week one week somebody came in and and see. She came in and from the from the get go, she was in tears because she she she's dealing with suicide. So her, uh, she just find out that her next door neighbor has taken his aunt's life, and with her already grieving and in in uh, in in depression and this, it was really really tough for her. And who knows? There happened to be in that room as well. Like half of the audience has shared the experience of loss from taking their own life and and so forth and so she was like wow i didn't even know that there will be people who would understand what what i'm going through and here it is and it's the same story uh, a different week it's somebody with uh, a pet loss and felt misunderstood which is many many pet out uh, pet parents uh, it's it's one of those the common disenfranchised or un, under-recognized grief because for people who are not pet owner, pet lovers, they're like, oh, it's just a dog. But uh, for for the pet pet parents, it's a, a child a lot of time of the only companion, and and they come in in the room and they and that the person the person has another loss as well, but the the pet loss is is. A lot in in his mind, and coming in the room to discover that I'm a, I, I was a veterinarian, and then there are other people in there who it's just like so much camaraderie and support, people who can understand, and 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 then the, even when when you think that your grief is so atypical, and no one could understand this classroom that we have, we have somebody who what we call the less typical grief it's it's grief from a stalker and if you be that, that's so much constricting their life and causing so much problem when they're already grieving from a loss and then another person's grieving from a change in the family structure the, the, the anticipatory grief from from uh, somebody's not doing well in the family and and, and all those it's something that it, no, the 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 community just be able and uh, to to correlate to relate and support each other. It's such a beautiful space. Wow. So so I, I was asking about like the, the person that shared about their pet loss. So what was their like daily challenges? And then what are the things that you th- thought that in the room other people said that was really meaningful for this person? If you remember, of course. Their daily challenges with pet loss is similar, sometimes a bit more intense than the loss of a person. Mm-hmm. And, and that is their, their daily challenges would be the, the, with this particular person, it was impacting him quite a bit that, you know, he was, he was basically in, in a fog, is, you know, not able to eat, not able to sleep, and not able to do anything. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, there are those things where when you go to counseling or you go to a lot of place, they say, oh, yes, you know, you, you're going through this and you, you these are things you should do. 
And many times we know things we should do, but sometimes we don't, when we're grieving, we're not even able to, to do that. I remember with myself, when I lost my pet, Roscoe, he, I, I have, and many times we have other pets. I always have pets my whole life, but Roscoe was different. And, and the same thing with this gentleman, when, when we lost our pet, we couldn't even get out of bed. I, I mm. mean, we couldn't even, we could barely even get ourselves to go to the bathroom, never mind going to the gym or going for a walk. And, mm. and you look at, at, the, um, at the food and we know we're supposed to eat and keep ourselves nourished. But like, as he says, you know, I look at the food and it just give my, make my stomach hurt from, because he was already, his chest was already hurting from, from, from grief from the pain from grief and and so th- th- there is no sleeping you 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 as you fall asleep the memories of the the loved one in this case his path comes through and it's the only time we the, he sleep is when he cry himself to sleep and and that's yeah. just so heartbreaking wow, wow. so i think yeah. Describing that, it's really like the essence of what we're trying to do here in the podcast and on the platform. We want people to share their experience and by mm-hmm. it, to details, like the details of their experience, because usually we have like, I it totally resonates with what I went through when I was grieving. And I was like, yes, I'm normal. This like everyone goes through this kind of like a challenge, which is amazing. And, and you're doing an amazing job leading those rooms and coaching people. And I really want to thank you for being here with us today, sharing your story and, and other people's story. And uh, I urge people to join, people that are dealing with grief, to join your audio rooms, uh, uh, which you run on a, on a weekly basis. I know that there's a lot of people that are getting a lot of value from it. Um, so thank you so much and keep on supporting people. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>